Welcome to another episode of ProStar Podcast, where we interview professionals uh, in the community who we believe are making people's day and in the business of making people's day. And so that uh, I'm extremely excited to talk to Riley Lillibridge today uh, about that concept. We've worked together, uh, ProStar and Premier Mortgage, for a number of years, and I've gotten to know them, their team, their clients, the way they do business, and I'm really excited to have him here today. Yeah, super excited. Appreciate the invite. So Riley is a local, uh, Washington. You know, yeah. I, I realize that people listen to the podcast potentially up and down the West Coast as we're licensed in 10 states. Do you guys operate anywhere else besides Washington? Oh, yeah. Washington? Uh, yeah. I, I'm personally licensed in, what, 12 states? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Washington, Oregon, uh, in the process of Idaho, California, Texas, Alabama, Missouri, um, Montana, North Dakota, just all over Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, awesome. Yeah. So, so if you're in any of those cities and you're looking for help with, yeah, getting a mortgage, I'm your guy. Riley can Riley can <laughs> Riley can certainly do that. And we we at ProStar we partner and work with uh, a fair amount of professional service providers. Uh, we're not always the tip of the sphere, but we definitely uh, are a part of their team. And I think think we'll talk a little bit about that today, yeah. uh, how that works, how that's operated, and um, also of course how they do business, but. You know, first and foremost at ProStar, we always want to make sure we win personally and professionally. So I want to hear a little bit about your personal life. Yeah. And uh, I know you got a young family. You got a young family. Yeah. Uh, been married for, let's see, our anniversary is here on the 22nd. Uh, I think it's our eighth year anniversary. So he thinks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So starting been, to get up been, towards been, the. Been, yeah, starting to get to that double digit, you know. Adrian uh, made me engrave it. In, in oh, for just memory purposes, <laughs> just, yeah, you know, I should add little boxes so you just check off like all the yeah. way around, know how many years you've been married. But so in August, August twenty second, twenty second, yeah, okay. yeah. So I've been married for eight years. I uh, have two little ones. I have one uh, who just turned two last week, and then have a nine month old. Names: uh, Harrison, who just turned two, and then I have Crew, who's uh, nine months. So our oh. night, our nights are questionable to say the least. How but, are they sleeping? Uh, you know, Harrison's great. Harrison sleeps through the night. He's been rock solid. Um, he was a harder baby among the two. Um, but once he turned like one year, not one year old, like he, he started sleeping really well. Um, crew is by far the happiest baby you'll ever come across. Hmm. That, that kid does not know how not to smile. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll be in like any kind of situation and he's just smiling and smiling and smiling. And it's, it's fun to see his personality, especially pop over the last couple months. Mm. Uh, we're going through sleep training with him. Uh, we had a couple nights where we slept through, but now he has a cold. So anything's, you know, anything can happen over these next couple nights. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'll tell you this, the first meeting that I sat in with Riley, uh, and probably four from their team and four from pro stars team, we spent at least 50 of minutes of an hour talking about personal lives mm -hmm. and, and relationships and connections. And uh, what really struck me uh, sitting in that meeting was family. Yeah. I mean, that, that seems to be at the very core uh, of what you do, family and friends. And, and actually, he's a Jackson High School grad. Mm -hmm. uh, what year? Uh, 07. In 07. Yep. And, and they have a very tight group we that, do. that you graduated with, right? Played yep. baseball there? Played baseball there uh, all four years. Uh, you know, we were, some of the bragging rights we had was in, in 06, we were undefeated, 27 and 0. 
Wow. Uh, ranked second in the nation. Where, yeah. does, where was the state? Was it at Safeco back that was, then? That was Safeco. Oh, those days. Yeah. yeah. That, that was at Safeco. We got to play on the field and all that. Um, it was it was so fun. I mean, that, that season was, I don't think you'll see another season like it. Um, we had more home runs than runs scored against us during the year. Wow. So I think Jesus that's a stat. Arms. I yeah. mean, I, I can't, I mean, I'm not going to say like I, you know, produced much of that. Uh, we had some heavy hitters that, yeah, that yeah. went on to do big things, but you know, it's just fun to be a part of that. Right. So you have some guys go to the league. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Had a couple guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of D one players. Um, I mean, the most notable one was Travis Snyder when played uh, for Toronto for many years and yeah. hopped around. So, yeah. Yeah. How, how fun is that? And so how many years? So did you play for the state title multiple years? Uh, we had state state title. Uh, let's see, it was '05, one in '06, and '07. We came up a little bit shy. Who'd you play that year? Oh, I can't believe you mean like in, was it Snohomish? No. In what year? In '07. '07. We lost to um, who did we lose to? I can't recall. This I mean, is we why were, he's so successful. I'm like he has a short memory <laughs> of losses. I mean, you, you remember everything yeah, else of yeah, that season, yeah, right? The fun yeah. moments and everything. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I will. I'll, I will always remember the last game that we yep. played, um, walking off the field knowing that this might be my last game because I had knee problems at the yep. time. I was yep. a catcher, and and I do recall that. I remember the experience of like soaking in that last, uh, you know, competitive baseball uh, atmosphere. But I can't recall who it was. And is it? Against. But but listen, I think there's a great point here. Yeah. Like the in business too. You're gonna. You're not gonna remember all the deals. No, you're not gonna remember no. all the transactions. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're gonna remember the people that you did them with. You're gonna have the memories of the experiences and the moments. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's a book I'm reading right now, and our team is reading called "Moments That Matter," mm-hmm. and I and I highly recommend it. But it, it talks mm-hmm. about uh, creating those those moments. Yeah. So my question is, in transition mm-hmm. a little bit to business. Sure. Um, in what you guys do. Uh, in transactions. As a matter of fact, right on the call, on the way up here, I have a guy on our advisory board who says, I need you to put on your thinking cap for a second. <laughs> got this deal. Got this deal that's going a little sideways. Yep. Uh, you know, a family involved in, uh, down in California. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, but hey, they're never, this, they're never just straightforward. Oh, it seems man. like. You, 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 from the outside looking in, you'd think that someone's like, got, oh, but, you got an yeah. easy job. Like, yeah. you know, you just... To help people get homes but and then you look from the inside looking out and you're just like oh man every day is a new day you don't know what fires are going to happen you don't know yeah you know what kind of things are going to take place and so uh which is part of the reason why i love what i do yeah is that there's not a single person that matches the last person right right um while we try to make people fit into this box of qualifying for a mortgage everyone comes with their own little story. Mm. Uh, everyone has their own background. Um, and a lot of it, you know, what we kind of come to experience is that, you know, they don't have, it's just life experiences they go through that, you know, was out of their ability to control. Um, different life changes, life factors. And, and I think that's what I love the most about it is you get to be a part of either a new chapter or a new transition of their life. Um, yeah. Most recently, like, I, I mean, I had a client who, uh, her, uh, her father had passed away and, and, you know, kind of received an inheritance and had lived with her father and she had two kids and she was just like, you know, I'm just like, I'm ready just to move on and just start this new chapter. Mm. And so, you know, you just get to be a part of those like life changes, I guess yeah. you would say. Yeah. Um, moment, we call them moments that matter. Yeah. yeah. Moments that matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's the pro of the business, right? But yeah. no one sees like everything that goes behind the scenes of, 
you know, fighting with underwriters of trying to justify why we're doing this, why we're doing that, um, you know, making sure that our dates are on time and, and yeah. all while, you know, just making things run smoothly. So no one else knows what's go, what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. And, and it, it, I'm hugely biased to team based professional services organizations. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, you know, in no disrespect to the solo real estate agent or the solo loan officer or the solo insurance uh, agent uh, mm -hmm. or the solo CPA, I suppose, yeah. um, to them personally. Um, but to the customer experience, to what actually gets delivered for the client, teams are by far more effective at the point. It's kind of like, uh, it, it's kind of like <clears throat> the, the Navy SEALs have a guy that just breaches doors. Okay, he's the breach man, and everybody knows it, and he's good at it. He's the best in the world at getting into a place. Okay, and then they got a guy who can line up from 500 yards and hit a quarter, right? right. And he's right. the best in the world at it. Right. And so, right. um, in business, companies that align um, skill sets and and vital functions in a team fashion just deliver better results. They do. And so you guys certainly do that. I'd be curious to hear. I mean, both you have a, fam a lot of family, a lot of family, a lot of, a family, lot of family involved, but, but, yep. but a lot of non-family yep. um, in your team. How does that work for you guys in, in terms of your team and, and how you're able to work on behalf of clients mm -hmm. uh, to to get the job done? Oh man, uh, I mean, back in you know we we've our our history of what we've done is is my dad is. Um, built mortgage company, sold it, started a new one, trying to figure out, you know, different transitions. We got to a, a part where we were, you know, we had 25 loan officers in our office and, and everyone was working more so as an individual. And we just looked at how broken the system was. Um, and this is back, back in 2016 where we're just like, I mean, your capacity is limited to just how much you can do. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, when things get busy, you then, have to sacrifice on your customer service, right? You're not able to provide that for your clients. So we, we right. actually sat in a room and um, we questioned ourselves like, there's got to be a better way of doing this. Mm. And the biggest part of overcoming that obstacle was getting rid of the ego that was in the room, right? The, the typical person who is on a, a one person sales role, yep. they, they want 100% yep. of the yep. commission, yep. right? But when you do that, you take away from opportunities of growth, right? Because you're you you have a you have a limit. Yep. And so we uh, we design uh, essentially this upfront and back end, right? Someone who's on the upfront is able to take care of a client from basically uh, when they get first introduced to when they place an offer on a house and get it accepted. Yep. They're being communicated through throughout the process, the pre approval process. Um, we do the structuring on that end. And we're running scenarios. We're running. We're able to run scenarios on every single home they go and check. Right. Um, and then once under contract, it transitions to the loan mm. fulfillment person who takes it from there to closing and make sure that that experience is the top of the game. Right. Now, the upfront person, which we call client relations manager, right? Um, they are. I mean, they are so customer centric and and sales oriented in the sense of um, they are just on top of their pipeline. Yep. Yep. Loan fulfillment is making sure that all the hiccups are taken care of behind the scenes and that the client is solely focused on from under contract, hey, move, pack yeah. bags, yeah. pack boxes. Highly you don't have to worry about, yeah, you don't have to worry about yeah. everything else because everything's done you know, behind the scenes and, yep. and um, 
But, you know, part of that process is you're having to split your commissions. Yeah. Yeah. And so what we experienced was uh, when we got rid of the ego in the room of having 100 percent of the commission, we started divvying it up amongst team members and doing what each person was the best at. Yep. Um, We realized that even though uh, we were taking home less per loan in terms of commission and revenue, uh, our ability to take on more clients just went through the roof. And I think I, I think our overall production you know, increased by like 350%. Wow. I mean, it, it was a mass, it was a yeah, massive yeah. increase. And so, um, but you can't do that with, uh, you know, being yourself, right? You have to have a team around you that's not only like-minded, but, you know, in it, you know, together, I guess yeah. you would say. So. And you've done some coaching, right? You've, I have. You've, you've coached some teams in the past, yep. right? Baseball? Yep. Baseball. Baseball, um, yeah. So we're in a po- Point Loma? Point Loma High School. Okay, yeah. how long? I uh, coached five or six years. Yeah. I started out at, uh, knocked on the door of the, the head coach of the high school and I said, Hey, here's my background in baseball. I'd love to coach. Um, what do you have? And he goes, well, I, I guess I have like an assistant JV. I'm like, I'll take it. I just want to be out on the baseball field. Yeah. Um, worked that way. And next year I was up with, uh, the varsity team and, uh, coached with, uh, the kids for, for five years, uh, got to actually coach with David Wells, which was uh, oh, a fun really? experience. Wow. He, he's a Point Loma alum huh. and has always, always been involved in the program. Uh, but to have a guy who's, you know, throwing a perfect game and, and yeah. he's, he's a gnarly guy. Like he yeah. is, he is a fantastic, uh, huh. guy. the stories he has has been phenomenal, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, to be a part of that yeah. was, uh, was so fun and, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was, a it was great. And then you moved up, up here. Then I moved up here. Yep. And then yeah. you got into the biz. I got in the business down there. Oh, you did? Yeah. I actually got in, um, you know, the story behind that was I uh, got a master's in education, got my teaching credentials, and then that year that they were going to hire me on, they released a third of their staff uh, across the district. And yeah. so there were no jobs to have. And you were looking at Point, Point Loma? Uh, yeah, Point Loma yeah, High School. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so uh, what I had at the time, though, is that I had uh, my mortgage license. And I got it just for... Uh, just on the side, make a couple, you know, yeah. extra bucks. And I just thought, well, I, I'm kind of a little bridge birthright. Right? And that's what it is. I mean, yeah. like, everybody gets license. Right. It's right. Exactly. It's like, you know, it's, it's basically just, yeah, the, 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 the dealer your through. birthright, your, your, yeah. your passage to whatever. Um, that's awesome. And so, um, I was just like, you know, I, there, there's no teaching jobs right now. Um, I'm just going to go do mortgages. And so I started in, in San Diego and did that for quite a mi- quite a well, quite a few years. Yeah. And I didn't move back up until about 2020. Yeah, but I was working remotely from down there. Yeah, San, well, kind of. So you, you're the reverse Vargas. I'm the reverse Vargas. When I yeah. moved up here, yeah. Chris Vargas moved down, and I warned him. I'm like, you're you're gonna get down there. You're gonna love the weather. It's gonna be a good couple of years, but you're gonna get to a point where you don't want to come back. And I'm still counting down. I. And count down the days. He was floating back. that. He was floating that. I know he was day. floating that. Yeah, yeah. He's what? like, yeah, parents are getting up there. Yeah. You know, make sure I'm around. Yep. You know. Yeah, and, and yeah. he had mentioned like he was thinking about putting his name in uh, you know the the waiting list for a membership up here, and I was yeah. like, it's it's coming, man. It, it's just a matter of time, but it's it's coming. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So we're talking about uh, actually probably uh, our advisor that uh, works the most uh, by far with with the premier team and yep. and and. Uh, and helps uh, helps them get clients across the field, and and you know internally and externally, uh, what we find is is those who have strong partners, who have working relationships, who have a great deal of trust. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And uh, every because every client is not the same, but every 
process of every professional service provider is not the same either. So sure. when you can trust the process of what is going to happen and, and have a, a, a deal of certainty, uh, it helps. It helps everybody across the board. Yeah. So yep. on education, we were talking a little bit before we got going on, and I don't want to spend forever on it, but we have. <laughs> uh, it is on my. It, it continues to be on my mind. I'm actually uh, put in to be a uh, para sub. This fall, I mentioned, uh, so I put an application to be a para-education sub, you know, one, two days a month or whatever, and, you know, go into the high schools, probably specifically Bothell High School, yeah. one of the greatest <laughs> schools God ever gave us, um, and uh, and North Creek, and yeah. every school not named Woodenville in yeah. the yeah. North Shore School District, probably. I can get behind um, that. And so, but there's such a need... For not just, you know, you've got two young kids. I've got four mm-hmm. kids. There's business, it's, it doesn't just start and end at, at the end of the door, right? I mean, right. we deal with families and, and our communities. And, and some of the best, I'll tell you, know, I brought a military analogy a second ago, but the Army Ranger who led Black Hawk Down, uh, I saw him speak a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he said when they were sweeping the villages, in Afghanistan, they would always look for the entrepreneur, the business owners. Mm. They would always look for the business owners because they knew what was going on. People, people loved and cared for them, mm. and and they wanted they wanted the best for them because they were providing for their community. Sure, uh, I see the same thing to be true with local businesses, uh, local businesses and their impact on their community. Our kids operate in it. We have a great mm. deal of trust and care. Um, what do you see in uh, up in Everett? You guys are located in Everett, we're in yeah. Bothell, yeah. Uh, in terms of kids and education, and uh, you know you have a master's. You know? Yeah, you're not a doctor yet. But, no, you know. no, no, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't need that that official. But you're a uh, master. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, education. It is such a, oh man, just a needed industry. Um, in terms of like providing for the children of the future, right? There, there's yeah. just so much in education that you can mold and just provide for kids and it doesn't need to be just like you know straight curriculum based but um the amount of people or kids out there that don't have a father figure or a mother figure in their life or um some kind of mentor in their life to you know essentially you know straighten them out into the right direction in, of their life choices um and, we, and you, you and i've seen it through ministry right yep. like it's we yep. see it all the time yep. where um you know people tend to forget about how lonely some of these kids are going, you know, they go home and there's no one at home because either parents are working nonstop or, or whatever the circumstances. And, and so you just, you forget that every kid has their own background, right? Yeah. Their own story. And, um, and so to be able to like, yeah, I guess when you're talking about education, it's like our teachers have such a massive, uh, impact in these young lives, um, that can quite frankly mold them, um, to such amazing you know, growth, like uh, yeah. for, for their future. And, and I, I recall like my teachers in high school and in college and even middle school. I'm like, you know, they probably, I'm, if I were to go see them today, they probably wouldn't know who I am, but I know who they are. Right. 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 So yeah. Well, um, yeah. And the core value though, too, is, is impact and giving back yeah. uh, of your organization. Yeah. I mean, that was from day one, I recognized that mm-hmm. and his, his dad, Kurt, and, and just the entire culture. What are the things that you guys are? It's funny, we were just talking about a, a Ripple Ministries golf tournament. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think I might have an event the same day. <laughs> and it's another charity event. Yep. And yep. Uh, and uh, so I'll be in Inglewood. 
mm-hmm. down in the Ripple, and <laughs> you'll be in Snoqualmie and the Northwest University. And it's, it, but it's, it's, that is, what are the things that you're working on? What are the things yeah. that you guys are focused on? You can't, I mean, mm-hmm. as business owners, you do get a lot of inquiries. You do get yeah. a lot of, hey, can you sponsor this? Can you sponsor that? Sure. Can you sponsor this? Can you sponsor yeah. that? We are all in on sweatshirts on softball and little league teams, for okay. for example. Yeah. Like we yeah. might have done I don't know, hundreds <laughs> for sure of I love sweatshirts uh this yeah. this year. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. not doing jerseys. Yep. I'm not doing hats. Right. I'm not doing beanies. We're doing sweatshirts, sweatshirts because I know the sweatshirt's gonna stick around. Right. And right. I know it's not something that's stock. Yep. So yep. that's one you know, what what are you guys doing? What organizations are you guys supporting? Yeah, I mean we yeah. we've kind of we take them as they come. Um, yeah. I mean, yesterday I was in a charity event down in uh, Maple Valley. Yeah, uh, one of our brokers was doing a first annual charity event. Uh, it was his first time doing it. Golf tournament. Yep, golf tournament. Maplewood uh, at Lake Wilderness. Oh yeah, uh, baby! It was. I, I, I did my only triathlon. Uh, sprint. I did a. Yeah. Sorry, I did an Olympic oh. uh, with my friend Tim Wolsborn at okay. Lake Wilderness really? Park. I played in the Turkey Bowl until. Okay. I was in my mid to late thirties and pulled yeah. my growing, rolling <laughs> left. And my wife's like, oh, "You man. might be getting a little old yeah. for this." But yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. Maple Valley. Maple Valley. It was deep yeah. uh, for a Sunday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were we went and we sponsored the event. Um, we played in it. It was fun. Um, that course needs a little water, um, so maybe today with a little bit of rain will yeah. help it a little bit. But yeah, yeah I mean, so doing yeah. like that charity. What um, was the charity? It was for raising funds to. Uh, and uh hunger in in basically pierce county awesome. and so um yeah really cool event 120 golfers showed up somebody um, eating a place to sleep yeah <laughs> i mean they just need a full belly and some you know some assistance that's, that's what they the the premise was and and yeah. um yeah so we, we we you know do that uh any kind of event that pops up like we're usually saying yeah let's do it um we've gotten involved with um people who have wanted to run for city council and, you know, make an impact. Cause we, you know, obviously being relational, yep. we know people who are out in the community trying to, trying to improve, you know, certain areas of the community. And so we've supported some, uh, some people running for like city council and, and, and other parts um, just cause we know, we know their vision, we know their heart, yeah. uh, which has been fun. Um, you know, we're always uh, it's hard not to when uh, the majority of our office uh, are my age or slightly older. We all have kids. Um, <clears throat> so we have a lot of youth sports going on. And so we're highly involved with like youth sports. Yeah. I think if you were to count like all the kids in our or the kids of our employees in our office and include my brother's kids, like, I mean, we probably have like 15 kids that are, you know, in youth sports, like at any given time. So Dude, that's so awesome yeah. that you even mentioned how many kids there are. We mm. were, we just had our pro star summit last week. Yeah. And for the first time we had, we had 17 kids. We had more kids than grownups oh, at that's the awesome. summit. And, yeah. and so we talked about pro star kids. Yep. And so we had like a little offsite. Okay. And like our big idea was any kid who, when they graduate, and we know who the oldest is, he's 16 or 17. Now when they graduate, high school, we're going to do a laptop for them. I love it. If they go to college or if they have what we're calling an approved business plan. Yeah. So they, they present a plan to us and yeah. we go, all right, we'll green light that. I love that. Uh, so you're not, you're not going to pull like the, the Michael Scott in the office of doing Scott's tots, are you? 
Have you seen that episode? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Michael Scott, like uh, years ago when like kids were like in like second grade, promised to pay for their college tuition. Fast, <laughs> fast forward like 15 years later and they, they bring him to the high school and they're all graduating. And, uh, you know, he's dreading this day and he brings uh, lithium batteries. Uh, he goes, I can't provide you with a college education, but I, but I can give you this, which is, uh, or a computer, which is deemed worthless without a lithium battery or whatever. It was something I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> I, awesome. I, I guarantee you're, you're going to hold up your commitment yeah, and all yeah. that. But yeah, no, that's a little flash. Well, a laptop, yeah, it, it's, uh, I remember keenly, I was the first mm. of my college or first of my family to go to immediate family, to go to yeah. college and, mm. uh, or to complete it for sure. And, and so it was this brick, you know, it was like this compact, like brick. Pretty sure we have some of those in our office right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just yeah. lingered on the shelves. So 15, <laughs> 15 premier kids all, all in, in, in various things. I love going to, uh, our team members, uh, sports and, mm. and watching them compete and seeing, yeah. you know, different coaching. I mean, as a yeah. coach yourself, uh, is it hard for you? It, it, well, your kids aren't there yet, but yeah. you've got your probably your family, your brother's kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. Playing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love watching coaches that coach great. Mm-hmm. And is it, there's, there's, there's three, there's kind of five roles. Mm-hmm. I'd say at every game, there's five roles. There's, yeah. there's coaches, there's parents, there's players, mm-hmm. the most important role. There's fans. Okay. And then there's referees or umpires. Sure. Yep. Right. Like there's five roles. And yeah. I try to consistently remember the role I'm in. But from time to time, I have been known to send a kid home from the bleachers, and mm-hmm. and, and then they score, and everybody's happy. <laughs> but I'm like, do you? Ever, so how, how are you oh, watching it, sports? I mean, we, we talk about this all yeah. the time, right? Like, like go 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 go! Oh, a hundred percent. Like, I mean, it, it's funny. We were uh, my oldest brother, uh, Brent. He just got done coaching uh, Mill Creek All Stars, yeah, uh, for his son, and. Yeah. You know, us being a baseball family and then like chatting about it, you know, we the day after, right, we're in the office. That's a blast for kids. My daughter just did all stars for soccer. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's such a fun experience. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you see how many people show up, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the next morning, we're always like, saying, man, you see that? You see, you waved him around home. Like, he should have never done that. The guy was out by a mile. Like, you know, yeah. you know criticizing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like realizing, like, well, one, you know, they're 11 years old or, yeah. or whatnot. But two, yeah. it's like, yeah, you got to remember your role uh, yeah. in which, like, you're either a spectator or a coach. And, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun because, like, my brother Cameron's coaching his kids' team right now. Yep. And they are, what, like six years old? Yeah. Um, which at that point, it's like controlled chaos for the most part. Yep. Or you just hope that some one of the kids doesn't swing a bat next to another, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's yeah. essentially it. Yeah. Um, but then you see the kids like just all different age ranges. And um, Kyle is coaching uh, soccer on Sundays yeah. uh, for his son. And yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's fun. Like Eric, it's, Eric, Eric was telling me this morning, he goes, I showed up at flag football uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy who got there a little early, you know, so he's got the clipboard. And yeah. They're needing coaches, and so he's in the game, and he's like, he's running the personnel, but even within the coaches, right, staff, yeah, yeah. he's running the personnel, and he's just thinking, uh, I, oh, we should maybe run that play or this play. Right now, he's just running personnel, and the other guy's running plays, yeah. um, but uh, I could see him getting involved in play calling. Oh, yeah. You know. It's five on five. Okay. And, so I, and I'm sitting in the car yeah. as I'm heading, you know, I was just across the water. Mm-hmm. My cousin, like I, I said, and I'm, I'm, I'm just going, so, okay, so from seven yards, how quick can they get there? Who do you send? Where do yeah. you send them from? 
you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All that. And, yeah. Uh, and you start processing said, everything. So here, do you point on not remember losses? I go, so so did you guys win or lose? He goes, well, technically it wasn't a game. So <laughs> they uh, they lost. And uh, and he said that the team they were playing, they had 10 kids on their yeah. team, and the team they were playing mm-hmm. had five. Not six. They, they had bare, bare minimum. They had five absolute players oh, and he said man. he said he said they had the best five wow. and so uh love love watching you sports yeah. uh you know even yeah. take it one step further we had a guy or eric so eric and i co- co-founded mm-hmm. pro star known eric since second grade yep. his dad coached us in little league okay, okay so eric's dad a brother is two years older than us his dad and his brother and eric coached his son brody and his nephew ian mm-hmm. and they had dugout dave we called him so they had dugout four, dave dugout dave okay he stayed in right. dugout and man's i've dugout. had a few of those yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and uh uh you could have sold tickets and his yeah. mom who i don't know how old nancy is they celebrated their wedding anniversary probably 40 something years mm-hmm. um the same day as adrian and i on the 22nd but mm-hmm. she cheers the same way and yeah. it, I, many many a person has been built on the backs of Nancy Johnson's cheering because you know she wants to win mm-hmm. and you hear her voice and encouragement and she yeah. is relentless with it. You, you know <laughs> what love, I mean? I and love so it. Every, every, so now we're to the parent role, right? Yeah. Or yeah. And really, actually, now she's the grandparent, and that's probably still somewhat, that's probably borderline between parent and fan role. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I love, I love how much and how much... Similarity to sports is business. Yeah, right. Yeah. You've got different personalities in the oh, office. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, some days are good and some days are bad. Yep. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. You're gonna have your power hitters. You're gonna have your you, you average get, hitters, yep, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. You got singles and doubles. You got mm-hmm. you just steady singles and doubles. You got folks yep. who can just who just go 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 go. Yeah. Um, and and it's amazing how much how much those things fit up. Mm-hmm. What's your big in the, the fall of this year? Yeah. And and really in the macro, mm-hmm. I'd be remiss. There's people that are going, wow, what's going on with mortgage rates? Sure. I mean, yep. where where are they where are they headed? Yeah. Uh, what can I expect? Um, mm. You know, uh, I it's kind of like. Uh, Nobody can probably predict the future, and so there's probably checks and balances. Like the, yep. the market, you're probably getting less, having less competition mm-hmm. uh, for houses. Like what we had four years ago, or whatever, when sure. interest rates were rock bottom. I, yep. I don't know. I'd let you speak on it. Yeah, I mean, gosh, this is you know a conversation I probably have like four or five times a day. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So it's and we were talking about this morning. We had a, uh, our branch sales meeting and and trying to figure out um, you know there's cycles in any given year uh, for mortgages, right? The um, in real estate in general. Winters right. are downtime, summers are peak time. Um, but you throw this like little curveball out there over the last 12 months of, you know, increased rates and, and Fed rate hikes and inflation and, and all these, you know, terms that a lot of people just don't understand. They just know that rates are high. Um, right. And so, you know, people ask us, you know, if you were to ask anyone in the industry and like if someone says that it says otherwise, like they're lying to you. But if you talk to anyone at the beginning of 2022, hey, where are rates going to be at by the end of the year? They would have been like, Four percent, maybe, maybe, or maybe like you know, up mid fours or whatever. Right. You know, no one expected them to be you know sevens. Right. Or 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 even upper sevens. Right. Right. And so, um, it's just been a it's been a really weird year, and I've been in it for fifteen years. And um, so then the question is like, where do we go from here, right? And I think there was this uh, this honeymoon phase where people were trying to figure out what was going to happen over the last year, and then now we're starting to get buyers that are coming back out of 
of the woodworks of like, okay, this right. is like the new, this is the new environment. Um, yeah. You know, nothing's really changed. Um, the the issue that we have right now is like uh, from a from a national basically standpoint, and also from a local standpoint, we're still short on inventory. We just don't have enough homes on the market. Um, we do have more buyers that are kind of coming out, like I had mentioned, um, but still like the homes just, they're just, they're going. If they're priced correctly, right? There are some people that will price their house, you know, thinking that they want to get, you know, 20, you know, 2021 prices where they can get escalations and all that. That's not necessarily happen per se, but, right. um, but if the home is priced correctly, I mean, it's, it's going in the first week. Um, mm. So and real like, estate professionals are probably adjusted as well. Yeah, to, to just manage the expectation of the seller. Yeah, I mean managing expectations because for I mean there's that honeymoon period on that seller side too, yeah. right? Where like yeah. I can get well, no, you can't now. Yeah, I mean you hear the stories <laughs> of like, well, my brother got this or my, yeah. my friend yeah. got that, and yeah. I'm just like, yeah, you know, we lived in an environment where yeah, rates were awesome when they're in the twos and threes, yeah. but you're also having to spend you know x amount of thousands of dollars over asking, right? And you're having to compete with multiple buyers, so it's. You know, it, there's pros and cons, and, and quite frankly, a, a two to three percent mortgage isn't healthy for the economy. It's just, it's not like yeah. that's, you know, you're you're essentially it's a stimulus at that point, right? Right. So where are we going to be at for by the end of the year? Uh, you know, we'll, we'll there will be a Fed rate hike this week for of a quarter of a percent. The question is, are they going to do another quarter by the end of the year? Uh, they're looking at like maybe and every time. Is it just linear? Every time the Fed makes an increase, the rates go up. It's not like not okay. not for us. So the mor mortgages operate different than okay. when we hear like Fed rate hikes of a quarter percent. The bond market, which is what the mortgages kind of go off of in the U.S. Treasury, um, it, it's it's more of a think of it like more of like a stock market type stuff, right? People are trying to project where we're going to be, you know, in the future. So right. the market's already priced in the fact that we're going to do a quarter rate hike, you know basically in the, uh, you know, this week, right. what's more impacted on those days are going to be like more, uh, overnight, you know, credit. So like, uh, credit cards, auto loans, stuff like that. So those rates are going to go, you know, from one day to another going to increase. Yeah. Um, mortgages are trying to figure out where are we going to be at, you know, by the end of the year. Um, and so right now I'd say, and it's July 24th. Okay. So, um, what they're predicting is that we might, there's like a 30% chance of doing another rate hike in September. Yeah. Um, and then possibly start cutting back, you know, by the end of the year. So where rates are going to be, I don't think we're going to see a massive improvement by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, but you know, as we, I mean, I would never want to be in the position of the feds right now because, you know, they're trying to control inflation, but also not go into a, a massive recession. So, mm -hmm. uh, it's a mm -hmm. hard, I mean, people will criticize the feds all, all the time, but I'm like, that's a, that's a hard game to balance. Yeah. Um, because you're talking about the health of the economy. You want to make sure that you bring inflation down so people can afford more things or at, at least yep. have more affordable products on the market. Yep. Um, but you don't want to lose jobs and, and, you know, basically create a lot of fractures within the economy. So I think we'll see, you know, rates in 2024 come down and you'll see uh, cutbacks on the rate as the inflation ever gets down to the, Two percent, three percent that the Feds want to have it at. Um, will we see like two or three percent rates anytime soon? No, we won't. We won't see that. That's yeah. again, like I mentioned, that's not healthy. Um, but over the next, I'd say like twenty-four months, if we can get it down to like upper fours, you know that that is a, a, a healthy medium for a lot of people to, um, in terms of the market of people, you know, looking to buy and sell, right? right. Um, you know, for someone who has like a you know wants to sell their house today but is sitting on a two and a half percent mortgage, like they can't go from that to seven. Yeah. Right? It just, but if you can go that to a upper fours, a little more, a little more attainable, a little more. Uh, <coughs> are you, uh, are you yeah. seeing that? I got to think that there's 
probably less, a little less relo. Uh, you mean like just in yeah, terms of like moving. Re- relocation yeah, well, across because, the... Cause, well, yeah, because if you can work yeah. from anywhere. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, it's always like like you're saying, where's it headed? I mean, just in the macro. Yeah. It's the old Wayne Gretzky, right? We don't want to go where the puck's at. We want to sure. go to where it's going. Yep. Like from a consumer standpoint, um, what are consumers, yeah, what are their habits like? Are they mm-hmm. staying put? Are they relocating? Are they buying more properties because, yeah. the, the, you know, they're cheaper or less expensive? It's not like rents are going down. Right. So investment right. properties are still yeah. very viable. Yeah. Play. Yeah. I mean, the people who are, you know, bought their house a few years ago, and have now gone to a point where they're, you know, either they have families now, you yep. have kids, and they're starting to get, you know, tighter quarters. Yeah. Um, that's a conversation we're having with clients all the time right now. Yeah. And it's like I had mentioned, they, they might be sitting on a three percent rate, and then yep. they look at it like a seven percent rate for a price point that's like slightly higher, and they realize their mortgage doubles or triples. Like that's a tough pill to swallow. Um, but then when we run numbers, like, well, you know, if rates drop down to the fives, we would make that move right off the bat. Like we, yeah. we would be, we'd be able to make that relocation, go from city to city. Um, but people just feel, kind of feel, I don't know, stuck right now for the most part. Yeah. Um, we just don't see like how we did a couple of years ago, uh, say pre pandemic, right. Where people were able to like, you know, justify of like, yeah, you know, I now need another bedroom. So let's, let's, uh, let's upgrade or let's downsize, you know, just yeah. it was a little easier back then. Was it, I mean, is it easier to turn it into a rental though? And then buy that next one right now it is. Yeah. yeah. I so mean, they can, they can take that property, turn it into a rental and buy the, buy the bigger house. Yeah. Yeah. I because mean, it, the pencil's easier if, at the lower rate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I were to have a conversation with my clients right now, if they can afford, um, you know, some of it's more like their equity is tied into their property and that's what they would use for a down payment on the new one. So that's, that's a conversation we have to kind of get around. Um, but if they can afford to keep that home, you know, that existing home with them at such a low interest rate, a hundred percent. I mean, that, you're talking they, about your future retirement plan. And then they, they probably pull out some equity to put yeah. down or. Yeah. yeah, they'll pull out some equity. They, yeah. They, yeah. 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 Um, you know, whether it's like a, um, home equity line of credit or they'll do cash out refinance, uh, even though the rates are, are exponentially high. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, there's just different conversations to have. And I'll tell you this, we, if anybody's in this, on this podcast and I'm not going to bash any one particular bank. Okay. But the banker who does loans is often not very good at all. Like, like, so, I mean, I'm just Mm -hmm. telling you. So, uh, and, and there's, I guarantee you somebody's listening and goes, yep, I use that bank. Mm-hmm. And they told me they could do this, and then they couldn't do that. Yep. It cost me tons of nights of sleep. Yep. Might have lost the deal. Yep. And 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 ultimately, it came back at a different place than I thought it would. Yeah. Folks like Riley are vital, and mm-hmm. and not only that, but a lot of them don't get paid. You talk about commission on the front <laughs> end. A lot of them just get paid for showing up to work, and then they get a little. They get something maybe when deals close. Yeah. Like. These guys are in the position, these guys are in the, their job is to get you the house you want, right? Yeah. Their job is to get you in the right position um, and, and, or else they don't eat. Like right. I always talk about insurance. Right. I go, we don't get paid to quote. You know? Right. Like we, right. like nobody, nobody, nobody pays us mm-hmm. to quote insurance. Like yep. we get paid when people uh, transact. Yeah. And so your job is, and, and you're fully aligned with that and mm-hmm. uh, your expertise is in that space. Yep. You know, 100%. and so is 
And no, we, I mean, it's interesting you bring that yeah. up because that, that... Our first one, we went with... I'm not even going to say the bank, yeah. but we went with yeah. this bank because I'd banked with them my whole life. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. God, I'm going to buy a place. So I'll go with the Naturally, place. right? Yeah. 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 yeah, I go in there. It says, got the deal. It says mortgages. I'm like, eh, honey, what do you think? Uh, yeah. Sounds good. Yep. Oh. Oh. And then, I mean, it's just like... It's so... And it, it's so stressful. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And, and we, I mean, we've had this conversation over the, you know, as rates increased over the last like year or so, people people are more often shopping around, right? Because they, sometimes they want they want the lowest mortgage rate. Yeah, and which is is understandable. Yeah. Um, but what people often forget is sometimes the lowest mortgage rate comes at the higher cost and the least amount of customer service. Yeah. Um, and in in an environment where you're wanting scenarios ran and you're wanting someone who's available at nights and over yeah. the weekends, yeah. like, and I have this conversation with my clients, um, and I used to not want to have this conversation with my clients, but it's, it's, it's something that I sometimes, you know, just want to be clear, like, um, Hey, I'm going to be working for you weekends, weeknights. My team's going to be readily available. We know that most of our business is done outside of your normal business hours. Yeah. Um, kind of like I, retail. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's yeah. just like, in, in quite frankly, I don't get paid until you're in the house. Yeah. Um, do I have your commitment? And, you know, at that yep. point, I just want to know like, hey, I'm going to go to bat for you and we're going to make this as seamless as possible. Yeah. And, we, and quite frankly, like, I'd say like every month, uh, you know, we have four or five loans that we're doing that other banks couldn't do. Right. And right. with the reason why we can do them is we eat, breathe, sleep mortgages. Yeah. And that's, that's hundred percent all we do. We don't do yeah. checking accounts. We don't do savings. We don't do auto loans. Yeah. Like my specialty is in one thing and one thing only, and it is to make mortgages work and try to do it at the, um, the most seamless, easy process for people. Because I understand that buying a house, whether it's your first time or your seventh time, um, there are different things that pop up. Yeah. And so, and things change throughout the, throughout, you know, the years. And so, yeah, I mean, it's interesting you just bring that up because that's it's uh, people often forget um, there are differences across the board of where you get, you know, whether it's insurance, mortgages, or your real estate agent that you choose, yep. um, you know, whatever it might be. It's just it, there are differences. There in are this, and, in this and, price, you know, and, and I tell you, we have we have what we call personal preferred partners, and we have a, a spreadsheet or a list or whatever that uh, is kept by a guy on our team whose jobs titled relationship manager mm -hmm. and he does a bunch of other stuff too but um we actually added that position uh probably nine months ago because mm -hmm. we we really we really believe that doing business with people that you know and trust yeah. and you can count on is the way forward and ai if you look at the, you know it's only as good as the prompt and the fact mm -hmm. of the matter is the prompt is the question i need to ask and i don't yeah. know even sitting here and i've dealt with financial services products and yeah. insurance Okay. My whole career, right, and uh, I don't always know the mm -hmm. questions asked. I but I do trust Riley does, and mm -hmm. I do trust that a person preferred partner does, and I do trust that they're going to be there yeah. for you when you need it most. And I remember um, we lost the Rose Bowl. Gosh dang it! I don't know if you're a Husky. Are you a Husky fan? Oh, diehard. Okay, die yeah, That's season, what I thought. Season, I knew that. Season I knew tickets that. and all that. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you know. <laughs> no, bro both my brothers played. That's dog. right. That's yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So both his brothers played ball at the youth, <laughs> and uh, you just slummed it in Point Loma. I mean, I, I yeah, it, it was a rough life on the beach for yeah. for four years. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you're. The I was still wearing my purple I, though. I was still wearing my purple. You so. might be the smartest of them. <laughs> so, but at the end of the day, you you've got to. Gosh, what was I going to say? Rose Bowl. 
Yeah, so the Rose Bowl. Oh, yeah, you got to be there when people need it. So, so Rose Bowl, we lose, mm-hmm. and I'm pissed. And so my kids, we had all four kids. I'm the only guy dumb enough, 100,000 people in there, to bring four kids to Pasadena. It is an absolute <laughs> zoo. And we're walking out of there, and I'm just, I'm, I'm not happy. Nobody in my family's happy. They know I'm not happy. I'm carrying my, but we had the park. We were, we're in a trailer. We drove a trailer down there. So we're you in a drove tra- a trailer down to Pasadena. Yeah. So oh, we, okay. camper trailers like right. a mile away. You couldn't even. Yeah. I mean, think about security. They're like, sure. "What are you doing, buddy? Who yeah. are you? Where are you going? Yeah. Where are you going? Must have got that ninety times trying to get close." So mm-hmm. we're like a mile from the stadium, and I am walking, uh, holding Malibu, and we get to the car and we drive north, and we get to like Sacramento, and we had played uh, Ohio State, and their head coach at the time was 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 Urban Meyer, mm-hmm. and he had won a couple national titles in Florida. Yep. He had won a few things. Okay. And so I'm listening to this interview. I'm listening to him talk. And he says, you know what? We have a saying in our locker room that's been up since I started coaching early in my career. And it says, and these guys did it today. That's what he said. He said, when we needed you the most, you gave us your very best. Mm -hmm. And my kids are all asleep. And I've been driving for Mm -hmm. four hours. And I'm like, well, there's a silver lining. Because that is spot on. Yeah, That is exactly correct. And... Um, mm-hmm. That's what you guys do on behalf of customers. And as the inner, you know, people don't trust the internet. They don't trust reviews. Yeah. You can buy five stars. Right. Oh, yeah. Like? Oh, yeah. You, you, I mean, just... you might validate it. Yep. That, you might validate a company by the internet, mm-hmm. but it's going in the direction of connection and, and effectiveness. Yeah. Because because reviews are real when they go sideways. Mm-hmm. Right. It's kind of, it's no different. You can amplify now the negative oh, review. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It used to be like if one person says one thing negative you about you, it's like 10 people saying something, 10 good deals you do yeah. or 100 good deals you do. One person who's pissed. Yep. And everybody hears about it. And I'm here to tell you mm. in in half a decade of working with these guys, not one time mm. have I heard, oh, they fumped. They, 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 mm. they screwed that up. Yeah. Not once. And it doesn't mean they didn't screw something up or something didn't go sideways. It yep. just meant that they fixed it, which mm-hmm. is the essence of integrity yeah right and there are tons and tons of folks who we started i'm not even gonna say this guy's name but when you start a business from scratch like we did you you you'll take leads from anywhere Mm -hmm. and so this guy we still have a source code and in our system and it was like 2012 and i'm like eric no more (laughs) from this guy no yeah. more. Yep. And 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 the types of the way he did business because here's what's interesting is the clients actually might have been similarly situated clients, but he taught them how to he taught them one way of operating, and we we do things a different way. Yep. And so yeah. um, no more. And and so we don't at ProStart. Just take everything that comes in the door anymore. Now we did for a while. Yeah. When you don't have, you talked about. Yeah. You you have to pay the bills. So if you were, I mean, early on our hires were the same way. You breathe in, okay, good. We need you. Oh, okay. Right. Great. Right. Great. Yeah. You got a resume, okay, perfect. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, uh, you, there's your. Desk. I was gonna say, yeah, the, the pulse check, like, yeah, you have a pulse, like you're hired. Yeah, like you mentioned breathing. I mean, that's that was our industry over the last like year was kind of like that, right? Like, right. You know, people, were, companies were desperate to get volume through the door, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. Like, I mean, you had a you processors. Had, yeah, and, you had a pulse, and you had uh, your NMLS number. You're being hired. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's going into mortgages, and and so how have you guys? I mean, the evolution. I would love to hear about. You've yeah. been you've been on the ground, 
for what 10 plus 10 ish years mm-hmm. yeah okay but you had your mortgage license before that yep yep I, I always folks that are out there who are aspiring in business or in their professional services careers who are towards the front mm-hmm. end or looking to graduate from college and going yeah. to mortgages or insurance or real estate or whatever yep um Financial advisors fit that category too. Mm. It's a service organization, but it's a professional service. By professional services, you don't ever know it all, right? Everything's always changing. Oh, yeah. But you get better over time. Mm And you make decisions like you did in 2016, which Mm -hmm. I was on the back end of. We when we met, you guys had had already made a decision to operate that way as a team. But kind of what has been the evolution i mean your dad started it 30 yeah. oh man yeah 35 years, years ago, ago in uh in his pool house and, and, his, <laughs> and if you meet kurt's got a lot of energy okay? oh yeah it's oh, all yeah. about it's he i can relate it's yeah. about i was just telling our team i go i got seven ideas by seven o'clock yep and five of them are okay one of them's really pretty good and one of them sucks. Yeah. And we execute them all at the same rate of speed. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so we got to figure out, oh, that wasn't it. Right? Yep. It, oh, no. I mean, it's, it, yeah, you just kind of, yeah, like you said, like, I mean, there's meetings. We, like, we had our branch sales meeting today, and my dad's like, oh, what about this? What about that? And, uh, and funny, we have someone in that role to basically do uh, keep them in check for the most part, right? It's like yeah. horrible idea, horrible yeah. idea. That one's worth noting, like yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. keep it yeah. kind of yeah. catalog yeah, yeah, of yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. but yeah. filter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, just kind of so go. He started it from his base. You know, yeah, from from basically, I mean, he he uh, came out of the sailing industry. Uh, he was a, he was a sailor and he owned a, a business down here on the Ever Waterfront. Um, got into mortgages, didn't know how to spell mortgage, and he would say that. Uh, <laughs> and he didn't know what they were, how you got them, but he knew that he was a relational person. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I've heard this story like so many times that I can like almost like word word for word tell how my dad says it, but. Yeah. At the end of the day, like he just hit the payment. He's yeah. like, "Hey, I know, I know people, and yeah. I know relations." And yeah. so he started going into every single office. And one of the stories that he has was like, uh, you know, he had just joined a mortgage company, and he walked in this real estate office, and they said, "We will never do business with that company ever again." And you know, as a brand new guy in the industry, he was like, "Uh, like what?" And he goes back and he goes, "Hey, I know you guys say you'd never do business with this mortgage company ever again, but I'm me." Like you've never experienced me. And, you know, then yeah, he kind of, yeah. you know, he has those bold moves or bold sayings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he got his industry from, you know, being the belly to belly business guy, right. Yeah. And creating relationships. And that's yeah. quite frankly why, you know, you take him anywhere and uh, he's going to find someone he knows yeah. or some kind of connection. Yeah. Uh, fast forward, we, yeah. uh, he started his own company uh, and, you know, we got through, you know, 2007, 2008, got through that. Yeah. 2010 uh, merged with a, uh, we, we, were, we were phenomenal at sales. We had such a good uh, foundation of sales. Yeah. We were purchase driven, yeah. but we didn't have the, um, we didn't have the operational yeah. control of being able to fund enough loans yeah um and so we merged with another company that had more of the uh, the infrastructure that we needed yeah um and then some things happened and, and we basically for most part sold the company and then we kind of were like okay what next like so we we started kind of from scratch you know um to see because it got it got too big this was <laughs> 2000, uh, let's see, this is 2013, because I remember yeah. uh, the day of the transition was the day of when we were like, 
parted ways from our company and we're like, let's start something new was the day that I asked my in-laws for their permission to marry my wife. And so I was wow. like, Hey, I know it's a little hazy on the, uh, the, the job front right now on what the next <laughs> chapter is going to look like. But, um, I got plans I'm gonna make it and I'm going to marry and I want, and I want your, your I want to marry your daughter. So, uh, so that was, uh, that was December, 2013. That's awesome. And, um, and it was, uh, you know, we made this transition and we just, you know, all across this transition, we were just saying there's a better way of doing what we just did. Like yeah. in terms of like, you know, building a, uh, a building, we didn't want to, we knew we didn't want to do a, build a new company. We wanted to stay like a, do a division or a branch. And, um, and so then we got to a point where we had 28 loan officers and we're like, no, this still isn't it. Yeah. And then we transitioned to basically like focusing on culture and focusing on, yeah. Um, you know, how are we investing in our employees and making sure that, you know, we're, everyone's using their skills appropriately. Um, and then, you know, basically 20 of our loan officers ended up going elsewhere and that was completely fine. That was like an open door. Like, Hey, this is what we're about. Okay. We're about relational. Uh, you know, we want to be relational with our clients. We want to be relational with our teams. We want to have a name out there that, that yeah. isn't, you know, um, tarnished, you know, for yeah, the most part. It was part. a substantive so, brand change you're making. Yeah. And, and, and they, the ones that left were near term on it. Yeah. And couldn't yeah. quite see, couldn't see, couldn't see how that's going to work. Yeah. And then yeah. you guys blew up production by 30, 350%. Yeah. I mean, it, it was yeah, just going to work. It's going to work just it, fine. It, it worked. I mean, it was, yeah. it was scary at the moment, right? Yeah. You're yeah. just like, oh, okay. So we just, you know, there's, 20 something loan officers that we were yeah. overseeing and we're going to, you know, take a step back. And, and we always knew that, Hey, like and down uh, to eight then from 28 or yeah. And then yeah. even dwindled more yeah. than that yeah. uh, over the next yeah. couple of years. Um, and we joined with premier mortgage resources back in 20, was that 2017? Okay. And we've been with them since then um, because they were so like-minded. Um, yeah. I mean, when you have the owner of the company as a husband and wife team and, and the wife is the top loan officer in Idaho, um, and the husband has been, uh, Corey, he's, he's awesome. He's our owner. Like they just, they understood the mission that we were trying to build. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, they're very relational in the community. They're very much of a, um, I mean, just doing business, like they're, they're people you want to grab dinner with, right? Yeah, yeah, like versus yeah. just like, you know, this is a yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. business relationship and you yeah. know, all that. So, yeah. um, and then since then, like, yeah, we just kind of kept, um, you know, kept our vision going and they, they supported us and we just kept on seeing our growth. And, and quite frankly, like it's been, I mean, it's been a journey and you had mentioned, you know, there's not a single person that knows everything. Right. Right. And, and in our industry, I'm like that, that is hundred percent true because every single day we get new guidelines. Right. And, um, and even from like my experience, cause I went sales and operations and in our industry, you can do sales, you can do operations. I did both. And so you've got background in, in both mm -hmm. sides of the house. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been monumental yeah. um, in terms of like just knowing how things work together. And I'm super grateful for that, for that opportunity. Yeah. Um, but with that then comes, you know, on the day to day basis today, I'm like everyone comes to me like, you know, Hey, I, Question. I, I, I got a scenario for you. Can yeah. I run this by you? Yeah. You know, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But it's great. Um, I mean, it's again, like, you know, not everyone fits in the same box and, and, you know, a lot of other companies, try to make it they yeah. try to force people in the same box and like they just don't know how to look at look at it from a thirty thousand foot view so yeah. what would be as we kind of wrap up yeah what would be kind of your top i mean learnings books courses mm -hmm. classes i mean obviously you're you have a master's in education mm -hmm. you have a, a, a 
belief in learning. Yeah. I mean, what's been formidable for you is, is you navigate this journey. Yeah. Grateful. I'm, I mean, I'm grateful. Like, uh, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, to, if I were to sit here and say, I, I wasn't grateful for being sucked into the mortgage business, I'd be lying. Right. Yeah. Um, I love education. What I love, what I like to be teaching every single day with kids and, and coaching baseball, absolutely hundred percent. Um, but I love what I do as well. So, yeah. uh, in mortgages. And so, you know, I'm, as much as, uh, I give my dad some, uh, you know, criticism along the way and everything like that. Um, it's just, I'm super grateful that he provided an opportunity for us boys to get in the industry. Yeah. Um, you know, years ago and then to be able to work alongside two of my brothers on a day to day basis has been, has been awesome. Like we've been able to see each other grow. Um, you know, very rarely do you, uh, see families that work well without burning down the building and right. our building still standing, which is like a testament yeah. to like, yeah, we have our moments, but, um, you it know, it's, it's, and, and when family and friends, uh, are able to do that, you're, mm-hmm. you're unstoppable. Right. Yeah. So they, they did a study on horses. I don't know if you ever heard this one. No. Okay. And I don't know if it's actually <laughs> true. I don't know even know if it's yeah. true, but I heard this story and I, and I like it and, yeah. and somebody can fact check and tell me whether or not it's true. But I'm going to assume it's true no matter what sure. email I get. Yeah, you, you said the not. full disclosure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is is one horse can pull a carriage at 8,000-pound 8, carriage, like a good, strong thoroughbred. Two horses, two thoroughbreds side by side, 24,000. Mm-hmm. Two that were raised together in the same barn, mm-hmm. 40. <laughs> and, and, and it's that synergy, yeah. that energy, that synergy of... Of knowing each other's, you know, strengths, weaknesses, skill sets, and you've been through it, and, yeah. and recognizing as well that we're going to get after it. We're mm-hmm. going to tr- drive towards the right answers with the people we got, and w- there's not going to be lasting collateral damage right. because we went this direction and it worked this way, or that direction and it worked yeah. this way. Now it takes it takes a tremendous amount of leadership, but it takes a tremendous amount of 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 love. Uh, to do that because mm-hmm. you you can't keep score. No, and that's no, why you, you don't remember who you lost to. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just you you got to be able to the transactional mm-hmm. uh, fa- family. And I and I've seen it. And you're, you're right. I mean, it's not even it's it's all over the place right now. Yeah, it's just very transactional thinking mm-hmm. that is short term, is near term, and it's it's uh, it's it's crushing. It's crushing America in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. Uh, our yeah. spirit, our you know, our communities. And yeah. I don't want to be negative. The the answer to be about answers is to do more of what you guys are doing. Mm. To do more of engaging and caring and knowing how many kids do we have in our yeah. company. To knowing the future of uh, of the trajectory and why we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's it, you just said it. It's I got stuck. Insurance was a little bit like that. Yeah. Uh, for me, I wanted to be able to play golf. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Right. I studied, you know, like who's on the course on a Tuesday in the summer, like like a day like today, like who's sure. out there. Sure. And it was it was real estate, mortgage professionals and financial service professionals, insurance professionals. And and the fact is, here's what I just uh, the strength and conditioning coach at the University of Syracuse dog. So Rob mm-hmm. McCaffrey, he texts me. Um, he is awesome, by the way. The, the, mm-hmm. yeah, he's been there two years, but he just texted me last week. And I asked him if he he'd played golf a couple weeks ago. Yeah. With uh, KD, uh, Kalen, uh, and uh, and a couple other guys, uh, and uh, 
I said, I go, oh, crap, I don't play. He goes, I find the more golf I play, the worse we do at football. And so hmm. I, I sought to myself, and then I talked to a guy, and he goes, there was a litigation attorneys at yeah. Microsoft say the same thing. Hmm. But I'd heard from an insurance guy. He goes, you show me an insurance professional that's bad at golf, and I'll show you a bad insurance professional because it's relational. Yeah. And yeah. it's amazing. Go study. Go look at how many rounds all the last four presidents the United States have played. Mm-hmm. It's ama- you know, 400 per, per term. I mean, yeah. that's like 100 rounds. I'm like, that's 100 rounds a year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of relational things get yeah. handled when we're out of the office, mm-hmm. we're out of the environment, we're on the golf course. Yep. And so it's not just about people knock it, but golf is a very productive game. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. It's a very productive game relationally. And so, um, but the same thing was true of the litigation attorney. He goes, you show me, you show me a good litigation or show me a good litigation attorney and I'll show you a bad attorney. Right. (laughs) And, uh, so, but the way you guys are doing it is relational. You're, and with virtuous synergy, right? Mm -hmm. Like, do you guys have any sayings or ideas that is like formidable to what you guys do? Cause I'm telling you, people are listening. You guys, you're humble about the volume. You Mm -hmm. guys, you guys close a lot of loans. We do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, in this environment and yeah. in the previous environment, to your peers, mm. pound for pound, mm. which is what it, I, so I want to be around. I yeah. want to. If you, I want to soar with the eagles, right? Yeah. So, what, what are some of the ideas that I mean, you guys are that are foundational to your? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the ego is a big part of the thing because I in in insurance, real estate, yeah. mortgages, or whatever, it's like. You know, ego is is a it can kill things. Ego is right? the ego's the enemy. There you yeah. go, Ryan Holiday. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, it's we don't have necessarily like any specific sayings, but um, I mean, when I go out and hire people, which we've been able, I've been able to make a, a number of new hires over the last couple of years. Is yeah. I want to be able. What to are you break, looking for? Yeah, I want someone who I can break bread with. Yeah. Right. So it's um, and 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 when doing that, if I'm hiring someone I want to break bread with, I know that at the office, we're going to be able to get through complications. We're going to be able to get through issues. We're going to be able to communicate better. Um, and it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's panned out so far. What's uh, that process look like? So, I mean, we, we, yeah. we were saying about, we had the yeah. 2012 was like 2013, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. It was like, all right, we got to, we got to know something. And so I go yeah. to the seminar, this agency management seminar and the gal goes, you got to know who you hire. She goes, Disneyland hires happy people. Costco hires loyal people. <laughs> Microsoft hires geeky people. Wells Fargo, at that time, they have had a lot of things happen. But they hire yeah. courteous people, right? Sure. That's the sure. foundation of Wells Fargo since the 1800s. Yeah. Uh, courtesy. So who do you hire? Mm. And so there's like 100 people in the room, and I'm just thinking off the top. Anybody want? I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I, I said, uh, we hire winners. And she goes, everybody kind of laughs. And she goes, say more. And I said, uh, she goes, what's a winner? I said, winner is a team player who will put the mission ahead of themselves, mm. especially when it matters most yep. in times that are inconvenient. And she goes, you might be onto something. And from mm. that day to this day, mm. that's who we've hired. That's awesome. From that day to this day, everything's reverse engineered to go. And so what you're saying is our process, which I want to hear a little bit about, but your process is reverse engineered to understand could I, could I break bread with this guy yeah. or gal? Yeah. Could I? Could I? Could I have a meal? Could we? Could we do something together outside the office and it, and it 
feel natural and, yeah. and fine. That's, yeah. That's really good. I mean, it, and it's, it also comes down to, I mean, you know, our business, like it's, yeah. um, I mean, working with Chris and working with the rest of your team, like the reason why winner, yeah, winner, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, yeah. whether it's people that I hire or teams that I work with, it's if I'm gonna get a phone call at eight, nine o'clock at night, yeah, am I gonna look at that call coming in and dread it, or am I gonna look That's at that good. call and just know that hey, this is a worthy phone call? That is so good. So I I take that approach with, um, that and, is and part so of that good. has been like, I've been in the business long enough where I've had those calls where yes. I just like it's a it's a you know, you're you chill down your back. of just like, Oh, I don't want to answer this. Yeah. And so, um, work with people who are like-minded, um, goal oriented that kind of align with yours. Yeah. And that, you know, that if you're going to get a call late at night or when the yeah. kids are screaming or, you know, Saturday morning and you're going to take a look at that phone call and be like, I know this is not going to be a waste of my time. That is gold, though. So, you know, I was on the way up here and I had, so I had the one call I was telling you about, but I had another call. Which was uh, California is like closed down to any non-residents, oh, yeah. so we yeah. can't write any insurance in California. So it's a um, third conversation I've had about it in like three days. Yes, yeah, so we have an advisor <laughs> needs, and so yep. so Adrian went to my wife went to high school with Yana, who has been working with a farmers, you know, uh, it's a captive company. Don't love sending business their way, <laughs> but I love clients getting what they need to get done more right. than I care about my ego. Right. 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 A lot of people just be like, what's next? Yep. So we're going to find a way to help this investor get this property under contract. But within two minutes, uh, the advisor had called me. I knew it was a word. Well, he'll call. Mm -hmm. Rarely am I going to get a call from anybody on my team. Maybe never. I mean, yep. honestly, that's awesome. You mentioned that it's not like, okay, this, they need something or yeah. they got something or we're moving something forward. Yeah. Right. Or man, I got a question about this or, or something frustrating happened. They just want to vent, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's worthwhile too. There's a space for that, yeah. you know, but, and I, I reach out to Yana within two minutes, contact information and they, they had, their call was scheduled for two thirty, okay. And so like it had to happen in 12 sure. minutes and they, they knew that they could read, and I'm, your your dad's the same way, I'm sure, and you're mm -hmm. the same way. Like people in your your brother's the same way, and people in your organization the same way. The speed of trust is what I call it. Yeah, the speed yep. of trust. But what you talk about there is more codified and mm -hmm. real, right? It's mm -hmm. one thing for me to go the speed of trust, and you're yeah. like, oh, what's trust? <laughs> it's this thing that well yeah. moves things. And yep. by the way, if you have it and you get all the people aligned, you know, in an organization, you can kick everybody's ass, you know, pretty much or, yeah. or whatever. You sure. Know, like you're going to win. Yeah. You can go yep. 27 and no. Yeah. I guarantee that was not just, there was a high level of love in that locker room. Oh yeah. Guaranteed. Oh yeah. Uh, it just doesn't happen. Like so often teams can be very talented individually and not get it done. I mean, we're seeing that with the Mariners right now, right? Oh, yo, I, mean, I don't know what the locker room looks. I, I, I don't know okay. what the locker room's like on that, but I mean, like a lot of talented individuals. But you have to assume that there's something just not connecting. You know the oldest email in my queue. Hmm. Love the process. Okay. Yeah. Culture coaching. Uh, we, I created this curriculum. It's called One Mission Mindset. Hmm. I put PLU took. Yep. They went ninth to second. I, I whatever. Same concepts when I get to spend time with the UW staff last spring. Mm -hmm. Like. The oldest email I use is uh, John Stanton's executive assistant. Okay. Yeah. And I said, wow. I'm committed to bringing a World Series to Seattle. Mm. I I am a diehard Mariners fan. Yeah. But I also have a certain skill that I think that 
the Maris organization can use from a culture standpoint. Mm -hmm. And Karen has not set the meeting with me and John. Now, what she thinks is I'm going like to the top, right? Which yeah. I am. And actually, I saw I saw him last the season opener yeah. uh, last year. I was with our Safeco rep in the Diamond Club section. I don't know. If, okay. Have you ever sat in a Diamond Club? Uh, I have not. Okay. When you get yeah. there, I've only been. That's the only time. Yeah. It's about what heaven's going to be like. Yeah, okay? I, I imagine. Yeah. Like <laughs> like they just tee it up. Yeah. And so I'm sitting in this section, and and Adrian and I had spent like three innings chatting with. John, maybe two, John and his wife, Barb, when they first got to Seattle. Mm. And he's a former T-Mobile exec, mm -hmm. and his wife loves baseball, by the way. She, okay. she like, sits and charts oh, like, she, with she's an old the, school. Yeah, so she, yeah, okay, I know I know that type. Yeah, they yeah, keep yeah, a score yeah, on yeah. the She the takes camp. an old-school yeah. scorecard, yeah. and she, and high level yeah. of love for the players, et cetera. Anyway, mm. so I had, I had talked a little bit about this, take you out to the ball game that mm. Malibu, my daughter was crying at like five years ago, six years ago, we lost the Yankees in a day game and she's tearing up on the way out. And the ticket taker goes, it's okay, sweetie. It's just a game. I go, don't you turn her into a loser. <laughs> and uh, my wife's like, easy, let's go. You know, and, yeah. and if you've yeah. met Adrian and you don't get along with her, that mm -hmm. is certainly on you. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right. Um, would you agree? Right. You met it. You just, yep. you just saw her. On the yeah. So, um, but I thought about that, and I'm in this mm -hmm. charity golf event, and I'm behind, or this backed up, and I'm talking to the guy who leads Fan Experience. Okay. This is like a year and a half later, at Newcastle Golf Course, mm -hmm. and he's no longer doing this job because of the same thing. It's this institutional yeah. arrogance, like we know how to, we, no, no, we don't know how to win. Mm -hmm. We threw Felix Hernandez, who had the lowest earned run percentage of all time, the first yeah. pitch. I would have thrown Sue Bird over Felix Hernandez, by the way. Yeah, I'll go on my Felix rant. I mean, that mm. guy had pitched zero playoff games in 14 years, and we finally get the playoffs back here, mm. and guess what? We scored zero runs in 18 innings. I get it. It's a little stretch to say Felix caused no runs in 18 innings, but it's pretty impressive. Griffey, Randy, Jay Buhner. Edgar. Edgar. There's a thousand guys yeah. that have thrown over Felix. But anyway, yeah. but that's cultural nuances, right, that when you have a winning organization, yeah. you just understand and, and execute against. And so... Mm. That's my oldest. And so oh, Adrian goes, that's John Stanton. So I go over there to him, season opener. We had just been to, we had just world-schooled our kids in Cabrera mm. for seven weeks. Yeah. Cabrera, which is the Loma Cabrera mm. where Felix Hernandez. Right? Mm -hmm. So he comes up his first at-bat. And we're literally like four or five rows up. And everybody's like hyping this guy up. We're going to turn, this is my prediction. We're going to turn Julio into Felix, and we're going to suck again mm. until we trade him mm. for all the money. Yeah. If we get the heart to do that like they would have in New England, mm -hmm. or actually in New England, you know what they did there? They got one saying in New England. Well, you know what it is? Do your job. Yeah. That's humility. That's mm -hmm. what you're talking about. So yeah. why it happens to Seattle is, is, is a lack of that. And yeah. so we keep... I don't know if it's the marketers. It's probably the... I just fired the whole marketing team because Kings... Shake it up. America started on the back of a king across the water, okay? <laughs> like, so King Felix, you know, right, like, what a stupid right. idea. Yep. And, and he was great, and it's not his fault. Mm. If he was a Yankee, he probably would have won five World Series. Minimum, yeah. It's I not mean. his fault. I won't even say this, Mariner. He comes to Seattle after being with the Yankees. Some people could probably guess. His son did some work for us. Loved this kid to death, okay? And he said, when we got to Seattle, my dad's like, they don't care about winning here. Mm. Two weeks, mm. Bobby Cano. I would watch Bobby Cano lollygag around first. <laughs> like he was like lost. Yeah. 
And mm. I'm I'm the jackass in the stadium who goes, run! Right, right, right. Like, yeah, like just yeah. hustle. Yep. And and then and then Felix would come off the mound. At the, mm-hmm. I mean, if you just took a stopwatch and watched him walk off the mound, yeah. I don't think anybody. But it's not his fault. If he was yeah. in St. Louis, he wouldn't do that. Right. No, I, he yeah. wouldn't wear a hat sideways in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't wear a chain in St. Because they win yeah. there. Right. So my theory is it's cultural. So I saw John on that first day. We made the playoffs, but I saw him. And I and I actually threw on. Adrian goes, put on. So I put on a Love the Process pullover. Cause I, I, I love it. And so he goes, you know, we've been saying this offseason. Love the Process. I'm like, that's awesome. I just patented it last <laughs> offseason. That's awesome. And, and, and so it... You have to, training's not something you did, it's something you do, right? So when you're training mm-hmm. your mind, you're That's talking good. about daily, everything changes. When yeah. you're training your mind, everything changes. So every day is de novo. You yeah. have to be ready to go and love that day. And yep. so we become, we're very outcome-oriented in Seattle. So as Felix comes up to bat, I'll tell this one story. I go, de loma Cabrera. He goes, see, sí, gives me one of these. <laughs> he strikes out. First at bat, true story. Strikes out. Adrian's like, it's okay, Felix. We still love Julio. It's okay, Julio. We still love you. You know my wife. And then he does get a base knock. And he's obviously (laughs) had a pretty good career. And he set the home run record for... But of course, where where do we blow the AL win streak? Mm -hmm. C-Town. Yep. And so I hate to be negative on them. um, But the fact is they have a cultural issue. And and they... I mean, if they probably have if they really want to win a World Series, they got a clean house, probably in their marketing and promotion department, mm-hmm. because some of the things we do uh, bring too much attention to one individual yeah. uh, over the team, and you can't win that way. Well, I mean, look look at the age that we're putting that pre- that pressure on, right? Totally. I mean, what Felix was? Yeah. I mean, well, he made his debut when he was what 20, 19? Yeah, yeah 20. I, mean, I remember I when he was yeah. sixteen years old here at Aquasox. Yeah. Thrown. Yeah. And you know, even him coming up through the system, like there was a lot of pressure on him. And then yeah, yeah. He, you know, early on in his career, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, I'm 34. Right. And like I wouldn't want to be in that position. Julio, and you're from the US. And I'm from the US. I mean, yeah. this is yeah. this is this is this is coming from the Dominican Republic right. from right. absolutely yeah. from not a lot. Yeah. And then you look at Julio and you're just like I mean, this guy just started drinking last year, right? Like, yeah. was just could buy a drink for the first yeah. time. Yet yeah. you're gonna make it so that he is the ball team, right? Or like he is the guy. And I'm like, man. And I think uh, yeah. I think uh, Brock and Brock and Salk one of the mornings like last year. It was like it's a lot of pressure for this young kid. Like people often look at him and think, you know, oh, this is a season. No, this this kid like this is a kid. Yeah, like this is a kid. And so yeah. when you put all this pressure on one individual, yeah, it, it just doesn't make you know it doesn't make everything work. And the same thing like we talk about like with we teams, did it with right? Ichiro is because it's a little similar too. Yeah, I mean, Ichiro, I mean yeah. you know, I was driving across the five twenty bridge. Let me give you more Mary's cultural bullcrap. Okay, driving across five twenty bridge, mm-hmm. and I and I can't remember what the number was. I think it was one five eight. I think it's one hundred fifty eight. And I'm behind this Lotus, and it says, and it's oh, we're playing that day. It says one five eight hits, and I'm thinking to myself, huh. We just won 116 games last year and lost in the mm-hmm. first round of the playoffs. And the first thought that Ichiro has is I'm going to go ahead and get a personalized license plate mm-hmm. with my hit record that I set in a season that we lost in the first round. Yeah. That's how I think. Right. But that's, that's, and so you, Michael Jordan, they would win the second one and he would hold up three. Yeah. He would win the third one. He would hold up four. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady would go. What's your favorite ring? The next, next one. one. Yeah. Right? And yep. so, but it was all about, I love Derek Jeter. They mm-hmm. asked him, what's the greatest season? What was your greatest year? 
and he names off all five years they won the World Series. Mm -hmm. And because he, that's it. He woke up every day, and that's what you guys have been able to do since 2016, Mm -hmm. is wake up every day and operate as a team instead of 25 individuals or whatever, right? right? Well, and and it's not necessarily just like, I mean, yeah, waking up as a team and and knowing like, hey, we're here to win, but also have the humility to say, hey, it, it can be better, right? right? There's room for improvement. Like there, there's there's no point in our career yeah. or in our industry in which, hey, it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. I mean, and people often have that mentality of like, uh, and I've had conversations with people. I'm like, man, what ignorance? Because if it was perfect, man, you'd have everything in the world, right? Like totally. just like right at your door, like be given to you. Um, people wouldn't be switching companies. People wouldn't be... Um, you know, losing clients or this and that, or having issues. I'm like, there's always going to be an underlying, um, you know, things that you can't control, but yeah. you have to one work as a team yeah. to recognize what you do is not perfect. But as long as you strive to figure out how to make things as perfect as possible in the team environment, I mean, yeah, you, you can, you can grow exponentially. You know what they did after they won a uh, Super Bowl in new England when Tom Brady got in after over Drew Bledsoe? Oh, this is early this, this so is the early first on. World, sorry, first Super Bowl they win. Yeah, they had a meet, like an emergency meeting within the first week hmm. of winning it. You know what they wanted to figure out? Hmm. How in the world they let them drop to the sixth round? Oh yeah, that's what they want to figure out. So yeah. that's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's like we. There's something. Some we should, he should have been drafted higher. Yeah, and and maybe every GM across the country did the same sure. thing. But at the end of the day, my guess is no. And the fact that they just won the Super Bowl and they did it and then they won it again, right? And yeah. so I love that. Any final, like if you could say anything yeah. to your listeners when your kids listen to this one day <laughs> when they're old enough to, to understand, yeah. yeah, what would you impart on them about you, your life, what you guys do in Premiere mm-hmm. and in your passions? Yeah. Oh, man, that's good. And you can um, say anything you Anything want. and everything. You've yeah, no. No, you know, I, I look back at what I'm doing um, and – you know, a lot of people get in our industry in the terms of like, you know, wanting to make money. And I'm like, hey, make money is a good thing. Um, but when you make it at the sole focus of your business, like that's, the, there's only so much growth and, and prosperity that you can have, you know, mm. when doing that. And so um, yeah. what we've figured out this last year is, is, and I hired a coach actually to coach me through of finding that balance of, um, you know, where are you getting your energy from in your life and, and how can you have this healthy, balance of work and family and relationships and community events and, you know, everything in between. So it's a healthy balance. Um, and I just think that people stay so focused on one or the other or one, one factor. But the fact is like, you know, business is business. You want to be able to, and we talk about breaking bed or breaking yeah, bread. Yep. I'm like, if I'm going to be stuck at the office, I'm going to be doing this. I want to do it with people that I want to be around yeah. and want to be with. And so, uh, don't do things because you feel like you're stuck in a corner or, uh, you know, pushed between stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Um, those are the worst times to make a decision in your life. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, even if you're, you're drowning, I would say like, just re- rely on like trusting your, your gut, your feeling, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, just, I, I, yeah. I just look at it. I'm like, yep. The amount of, mistakes that we've seen that I've made, my dad has made, my brothers have made in our, in our career, we've learned so much from, and like we could easily brush that off, brush that off to the side. But if you're not learning and, and wanting to be around, um, 
I don't know, want to be around people that you want to just do life with. And we talk about relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. So like, yeah. I would say for anyone out there, like if you are looking to get into the business, whether it's mortgages, insurance, or real estate, or anything like that, or even just looking for one of these products, just know that what you're getting into is is not going to be, at least when you work with me, it's not going to be transactional. It's going to be relational. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um, know that I'm going to have... Um, you know, family in mind, I'm gonna have relationships in mind, I'm gonna have, you know, obviously working with you guys, like, yeah. you, you know, we try to build a team to just have the best experience ever. Um, I don't know, yeah, just like so many, so, so yeah. many different thoughts yeah. that are going through yeah. my mind, because we've talked yeah. about so yeah. much, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to like recap everything. And I'm just, you know, I guess appreciative, I'm just appreciative that the, um, you know, Lord's place, like just different relationships in this journey from, yeah, you know, when I was a college kid and, and yeah. having the education side of things not not pan out the way I thought, and then knowing that I was gonna, gonna go in the family business, and to, then to reflect and see what the Lord's provided amongst the years, the relationships I've been able to, mm. to make. And so uh, at the end of the day, you try to have a, a plan for your life, um, but realistically, like you're not in control, right? Mm. Um, and so, you know, if I were to talk to myself you know years ago of like where would you be at in 2023 and I'd, yeah. I'd probably have a different picture of where where i'm currently at and then now that i'm in 2023 i'm like man life is good yeah and this is i mean this is in one of the craziest seasons what i love about what you're saying here is this one of the craziest seasons in the industry yeah. in your certainly your career oh yeah but in yeah. a lot of people's career oh yeah oh, and yeah. that they've never seen anything quite like it mm-hmm. and your the multiple times you've said how you're grat- you're grateful and the blessings mm-hmm. and and continue to have faith yeah. that doing things in a certain way is gonna continue to lead your family to successful outcomes is I hope everybody hears that. Like that's mm-hmm. that's that's I need to hear that. Like that is so formidable to the whole deal. And if you if you choose to do things in this way and choose to do business with people, my belief, and this is, we'll measure this one day, but my belief is that when customers do business with businesses like yours, mm-hmm. businesses like ProStar, yeah, they get better. Yeah, not just not just in the transaction that mm-hmm. they're incurring, but because of the energy conference of what you believe. Yeah, and. They'll measure it. Maybe one day the science of the mind and some smart people in science will be able mm-hmm. to go, that's how it actually works. We didn't mm-hmm. know electricity worked, you know, water, do this, and then <laughs> right. build a dam, and then shoot, build them of these, and then now we got lights, right? But I've seen it time and time mm-hmm. again where it's not everything that you affect, and in, in you're talking about education, everything you affect and everything you said is that you make your clients better. I mean, it's yeah. it, yes, you get them into a house, but you just said it. It's not about the money. Mm. Like you happen to do mortgages really well. Yeah. But what you guys do really well is relationships. That's what I've heard today. Yeah. Yeah. I look at it as being a, you know, for those who are kind of stuck in generational, you know, say, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that. Like, no, we, we try to provide opportunities to break the trends, right? Yeah. Uh, create a new foundation for generations moving forward. And so, and, yeah. and obviously partnering with you guys and, and having that same mindset of like, yeah, we get to be, we get to do life not only at business wise, but we get to do life with our clients. Yeah. So, how yeah. do people get a hold of you? Uh, yeah. So, 
we're right off of uh, 19th in in Silver Lake area in Everett. Um, but if you want to check us out, we're Premier Mortgage Resources. We are the Everett office. Um, my uh, my team email is Team Riley, so just Team R I L E Y at PMR Loans, so Premier Mortgage Resources, uh, Loans.com. And um, yeah, I mean we're we're always looking to not only just help clients, but you know, any other relations, relationships we're able to partner with, like look at, you know, build. I love like watching people start from scratch to, you know, building a team. So whether you're a consumer or looking to get in the industry or looking to get into real estate or whatnot, or just want to go play around a golf, like let's yeah. go do it. So, and they have a ton of experience. I can see, seen it firsthand and watched mm-hmm. it firsthand where they partner alongside people who are just getting going in real estate or just getting going in their careers and, and, and level up. So yeah. it's not just, I love that. It's not just the clients. It's, it's anybody who's in the professional service yep. is arena, uh, reach out to Riley. You will not uh, be disappointed. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. It's been fun. So yeah. but love it. All right.